0: Hello, Everything Medicare Podcast Nation. Happy Monday, happy President's Day. This is Christian Brindle coming to you on a Monday where every single Monday I bring you a podcast where I talk about your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Today, on President's Day, it's the 18th of February, 2019, and I want to talk to you about something that's been the case ever since Medicare started back in 1966. So all the way from 1966 all the way till today, 2019, this is a fact that has been true and tried, never has changed, and I don't think it ever will change. And that fact is there are good agents and bad agents out there in the insurance industry and all different types of insurance. And I'm going to shock you with what I'm about to say next. I'm going to make the statement that says, in my opinion, this has just been from what I've observed, statistics I've read, 90 plus percent of agents are bad agents. In my opinion, what is the characteristic of a bad agent? Well, an agent could be a good agent and turn into a bad agent. In my opinion, if an agent's in the business for one year, if they're an insurance agent for one year, they do a great job taking care of their clients and their customers for one year, but then after that year, they decide it's not for them, and they go off and chase some other fantasy or some other career path or whatever the case may be, and it was just a phase for them, that's a bad agent. Just because they were a good agent for a year doesn't mean that they're a good agent permanently. Because then they leave their clients high and dry. They're on policies that they don't really know if they're going to continue to be good for them. Part of a good agent's job, folks, is to make sure that they're keeping you up to date with your policy constantly. Now, some policies need more um, updating than others. Some policies don't need to be updated, but once every three to five, maybe even six or seven years, depending on what you have. Some policies need to be updated every year. And that's the job of the agent. So if they did that for a year or two and then they stopped, guess what? They're not a good agent long term. A good agent, folks, is an asset for you. A good agent is something that you should want. But you should avoid a bad agent like the plague. It's very, very simple, folks, how to spot the characteristics of a bad agent. And you can also spot characteristics of a good agent. My personal opinion, folks, is I think everyone should have an agent, but you have to be careful about who you're working with because let's face the facts. Like I said earlier, 90-plus percent of agents are bad agents, in my opinion, or somewhere around that number. When, when I say a bad agent, this is an agent that maybe they're not just going to be out of the business. Maybe they stick in the business for a while, and there's a lot of bad agents that do stick in the business. Being a bad agent doesn't necessarily mean you'll mean you go out of business because a lot of people fall for their gimmick. They're car salesman. Have you ever bought a car from a car salesman and they didn't do half of what they promised or the car didn't do half of what they promised? You found out that you paid twice as much for the car after, you know, warranties and interest and just marking up the price than it was even worth? That's a bad agent. Bad agents don't call you back. Bad agents don't take care of you. Bad agents have the mindset and the approach that their job is to sell you a plan to sell you an insurance policy, once you sign the dotted line, they've done their job and they don't have to talk to you ever again. And they just expect you to stay on that policy while they reap the benefits, folks. Don't be fooled. Any type of broker that you do business with Unless they're a captive broker, and I'll touch on that this in a second here, but any type of broker that you work with gets compensated monthly from the insurance company that they signed you up with. Monthly, they're getting compensated monthly because they are expected to take care of you. It's a servicing fee to provide service to you on the policy. But most agents don't do that. They get you on the books and the only thing they could care about is finding their next customer. Now, you know, I'm all for capitalism. I'm all for the freedom and ability to grow your business and seek out new customers. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and I think any reasonable person would agree with me for someone that's trying to grow their business. But if you make a promise to somebody, if you sign someone up on a policy, you are putting them in a situation where they're trusting you. You're making a promise to them that you're going to be there for them. Even if you don't make a promise to them, you're making a promise to them that you're, re- you're saying that this policy is going to work well for them. And sometimes that involves you putting out fires as an agent. Customer service, keeping good relationships with your customers, making sure that you're going above and beyond, that's what a good agent does. And there's very, very few agents that do that in every state. It doesn't matter where you're listening to this from. Stay with me into segment two, and I'm going to touch on this a little bit more. Stay put. Welcome back, folks, to segment two of the Everything Medicare podcast. Christian Brundle here. Happy President's Day. And today we're talking about agents. Um, What determines a good agent? What determines a bad agent? First of all, let's talk about bad agents. I'm not saying this to to, to try to put down or demean other agents, but I'm saying this because I want you, the listener, you, the person that's listening to me right now, to be protected on your plan, and working with the right person really has a lot to do with that because they influence what you're going to have. Chances are for a lot of people, this isn't the case for everybody. there's some people that update their plan consistently and they stay up on it, but it's a lot of work and for the, for the average bear. You know, for the average policyholder, whatever policy they're on, even if it's a bad fit for them, they're going to be on it for at least a couple of years. Do you know how much extra money you can spend on premiums? On things the plan doesn't cover, that you might need done as far as medical services are concerned. On prescriptions. In a couple of years, Do you know how much extra that could cost you? And you might not even know it. That's what we're trying to avoid here today. Because there's there's a couple different types of agents that I would consider a bad agent. And I don't even really like using that term. Um, But I think it fits, but I cringe using it too, because I think it is very strong and very harsh. But Sometimes, folks, you know, honesty is not comfortable. And I try to be honest with you at every step um, of the way when we're going on this journey here together to make sure that you are maximizing your Medicare and everything in your retirement and that you're living your life to the best when you reach, when you reach that age. Um, so what classifies as a bad agent? Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me is an agent that, like I mentioned in the first segment, they are done with you right when you sign on the dotted line. Right when you get on this policy, they have no intention of ever talking to you again, and there's a lot of those out there. Now, this is not just independent agents, you know, people that are with insurance agencies, people that work with different companies, a lot of times these are captive agents because a captive agent by definition is an agent that works with an insurance company they're employee of an insurance company and they can't offer anything but that product. Now don't get me wrong, there's a lot of good agents that work f- that are captive agents, but there's a lot of ones that they're put they're puts so much pressure on them from the insurance company to produce and meet quotas and this kind of thing and this and that. They don't have the av- they don't have the flexibility and the availability to show you a product that might work better for you if it exists. They can only tell you about their product. They're not going to tell you anything good about another product. Um, some of them will if they're honest, but very very few. They're in it for themselves. They're in it to produce for their insurance company. They're employer, so they stay employed. You have no possible way of knowing if you're getting accurate information from these people. Not saying not not saying accurate information about their product. I'm sure they know their product inside and out and their plan. But saying that it's the best fit for you, you can never trust that. There could be five other companies that are a better fit. And you never know because you sat down with an agent that can only represent one company, only knows a lot about one company, and only has a bias to sell. One company, not even a bias and an ability to only sell one company. Avoid this if you can. avoid it. So we crossed this bridge before in in prior episodes, but try to work with an agent that is independent that has that is the ability to rep to to represent and suggest and recommend. Any insurance company in the industry, that's what you need. Any of the top companies around, any company that can give you the best product, because those agents are going to be the agents that have the ability to do what's best for you. Now let's get to the independent agents that have the ability to do what's best for you, but don't do that. See what I did there? They have the ability to do what's best for you. And they choose not to. What do I mean by that? In the insurance world, especially the Medicare world, there are different products usually that pay more commission to an agent than other products. I'll give you an example. If someone is turning 65, an insurance agent on average will typically make more commission On a Medicare Advantage plan than they will a Medicare Supplement plan. So you'll see a lot of agents that they have an agenda that they want to sell you a Medicare Advantage plan as opposed to a Medicare Supplement plan. Now for me, and the way that I've always looked at it, and everybody that's ever been my mentor in this business, including my father and others, taught me early on that it doesn't matter if you make more or less. It matters that you have a happy customer and they're going to stick. What I mean by that is, they're gonna stay with you. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be happy to be with you because you're taking care of them. You're willing to take a loss in your pocket to make sure that they're happy, and then by exchange, they're willing to recommend people to you. They're willing to work with you. They're willing to be loyal to you. That's how, that's how the game works. So if you recommend, if if an agent's recommending a plan on you and pushing a plan on you and making twisting words and making you know, car salesman like advances of a product on you just to fill their own pocketbook and it's not the best thing for you, that, in my opinion, is a bad agent. So you can typically tell these guys apart. You can see what they're trying to do here. What they do, folks, is they will highly recommend one product over the other they won't even want to talk about the other product that much or they'll just say they're no good or they'll say something along those lines watch for that if you're talking to an agent try to catch any biases in their presentation try to catch my presentation goes something like this i break down medigaps medicare supplements as well as medicare advantage plans i do both of them i spend the same amount of time on both of them when i'm talking to somebody and I make sure that they see both sides of the coin. I let them decide what they think sounds better. I give I give them the good and the bad of both different ways to go with it. And I make it very clear and upfront that I don't believe that one way of going is better than the other. I think they're just different and different people have different needs. You can tell I'm unbiased based on my presentation. I'm, I'm, Someone that has a bias on what they want to sell you is going to be biased. There are people that are biased towards Medigap's Medicare supplements too because they feel like they're not as much um, work to keep up with with on people. They think it makes their life easier, but it's not always the best thing for that person. So keep an eye on that. Biases. You can spot it a mile away. If you want to make sure an agent has good customer service, maybe they'll do a good job setting you up, but are they going to give you a good, do a good job taking care of you long-term? Find, go, go to the agency's Facebook page or Google page that they work for. Read reviews. And if they don't have outstanding reviews, there's a reason for that. Why? Why don't they have outstanding reviews? Our company... Has a 4.9 star rating out of five on Facebook with probably 25 plus reviews. How did we get that? It's because we take care of people. You you can the best the best indication of how good someone is to work with is the reviews of their current and past clients and customers. So, investigate this person before you're going to sit down with them. Now, how do you know they're going to stay in the business? Many articles and many statistics state that within a three-year period, Some articles say 88%, some articles say 91%, some articles just say flat 90%. Let's just say 90% is the consensus because I like round numbers. A lot of articles and a lot of statistics state that 90% of insurance agents and brokers are not in the insurance industry in a three-year period. So an agent could do everything right that I've said so far and they could just not make it in the business. It's an ugly truth, but they could just not make it in the business. Not saying not to work with an agent that's been in the business less than three years. But there's a bundle of them out there. There's more people, There's more agents that are new or within their first couple of years of experience than there are experienced agents. Not saying don't work with these agents because you could pick a winner. But remember, you are always taking that chance that they will be part of that 90% there's a 10% chance they're going to be in the business in a couple of years. So, if it were me, I'd want to work with an agent that I know for a fact has been in the business three years or longer at least. Because that means they're in the top 10% as far as sticking around. So those are the three things I would recommend to look for in a Bad agent and to avoid them or a potential bad agent. They can be a good agent now, but if they're out of the business, if they don't make it and they don't take care of you, they're a bad agent. Stay with me into segment three. We'll wrap this puppy up. Hello, folks. Welcome back. To our third and final segment. I really, really appreciate you listening if you made it this far. I hope you took something away from this episode today. So, in, in conclusion, I'd recommend not necessarily always working with an agent that's been in the business three years or longer, but it can't hurt because remember, if they're in the business less than three years, there's a 90% chance. And that's real, that's a fact. There's a ninety percent chance that they will be out of the business and not in the insurance industry in three years and if they're out of the insurance industry, that means they didn't make it they're not getting paid anymore, they're not working with an agency or they don't have an agency anymore and they're not getting and they're not going to work with you anymore they're not going to be available even if they did take your calls they're not in the business anymore they wouldn't know what to do if if it came and smacked them in the side of the face. Because they're not involved anymore. They're not keeping up with the industry and the markets. So keep that in mind. Make sure you have something that shows reviews for these people. You, can, you have some access to something on the internet. We live in the technology age, folks, that nobody can hide with a bad reputation if you, unless you allow them to. Nobody And everybody has reviews. If they don't have reviews, there's something fishy to that, too. That means, to me anyway, that they're newer in the business and they're lying to you about how long they've been in the business. Or they're just, no one's, no one has been that wowed with their service to want to leave them a review. Google, Facebook, these are the best places to check out people's reviews. Our Facebook page is actually where we focus on our reviews. We have, more, we have probably 30 more reviews there. 4.9 out of 5 stars. That's quality. That's proof. That's evidence that we take care of our customers. Just using us as an example. Um, and last but not least, make sure that they're recommending the best product to you. Whether they don't have the ability to sell all the products, avoid those agents. Or if, they're, if they can only sell one product, avoid those agents, in my opinion. You're better off with someone that's going to be able to show you every product. Flexible. They're going to have more integrity. And that's it. Folks, I really appreciate you listening. I hope you got something out of this today. Um... We talked a lot about about good agents. I like to think that I'm a good agent, and I own a good agency that I built, um, and I'm, and I've developed a good organization. If you'd like to work with us on your plan, this is how you can do so. It, we our offices in Utah, okay. So if you're in Utah, we'd be happy to work with you. That's our home base. That's our backyard don't mean to toot my own horn here, but I think we're the best organization in Utah right now that fits all three criterias that we went over today that represent a good agent. We'd be happy to talk with you. We'd be happy to work with you. The best part about working with us is, is even if you're already on Medicare and you already have a plan and you just want to see if it can be beaten, you know that you can sit down and talk to us, somebody here, whether it be me or somebody else, and know that... If you're on the best thing for you and it can't be beaten, then we will tell you. Cuz the last thing we ever want to do is change someone's plan unless it's an upgrade. And then unless we know it's an upgrade. We also are licensed to work with people in Idaho and the, sta- and, the and the Sunshine State, the beautiful state of Florida. We will be adding on more states as the years go by and time goes by. Um, but for the now for now those are the 3 States we're able to work in, and if you'd like to work with us in your plan, give us a call. No, no obligation, no price for a consultation. We're happy to talk with you. If you don't live in one of those three states, and you live in one of the other 47 states in our country, in the United States of America, use the tools that I laid out in this podcast today to find yourself a good agent in the area. Even if you want to just shoot me an email, I might know someone in that area that I know is good for a fact and I could recommend you. Christian B, C H R I S T I A N, B is in boy, Christian B at xmission.com. This letter X and then the word mission.com, M I S S I O N, Christian B at xmission.com. And, you know, I might be able to recommend somebody for you. I don't know people in every state, but I know people in some. Folks, check us out on Facebook for free information or any other social media. We, we, we put information up all the time. Christian Brindle Insurance Services, Christian Brindle Insurance on Instagram, Christian Brindle without the E on Twitter, Christian Brindle on YouTube for our free educational YouTube videos. And I love bringing these podcasts to you every week. I love hearing from people knowing that, you know, we help them out and we help them get out of a bad situation. So I appreciate hearing how you're doing and how, how we, you know, are the information that we lay out here today has benefited for you. If you're not able to work with me or maybe you just don't want to, but you still would like to get my information beyond just the podcast, I encourage you to go pick up my book on Amazon, it's $5.50 right now on Amazon. It's called Medicare Guidance Picking the Plan for You. It's a beautiful red book with a Medicare card in the front. It's by me, Christian Brindle. It's 50 some odd pages, big font, it's an easy read. You could read it in a couple of hours even, or if not a day. And if you read that book, you'll know more than 90 you'll know more about Medicare than 90 plus percent of the population and that includes a lot of agents. You'll be more informed to make your own decision and you'll, be, you'll know when an agent is telling you good or telling you bad when they're talking to you. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your holiday. Happy, happy President's Day, and have a great week. Can't wait to talk to you next Monday, and take care, be safe, and be smart.